Ampies, prepare for total domination. 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 <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Hey, guys. It's intro time. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's September 2nd, so it's my dad's birthday. Everyone think nice thoughts about my dad. Ooh, <laughs> always. Happy birthday, Morgan's dad. <laughs> but in intro news, we do have a review for Jill to read. Jill, would you take over yes. for that one? We yeah. have a review from Karis Lee. Is that how you say that? Chris? Sharice. Um, quite possibly Sharice. One of those. One of those. <laughs> Lychee. <laughs> Lychee. It's titled, <laughs> I don't do reviews, but I had to know. Hell yeah. Ladies, you are my first review on podcasts. You make me literally laugh out loud, and I look like a nut to those who don't see I have earpods in. <laughs> I found you through wonderful Jenny and Kristen on Buffering, and always makes me smile with her taking on Angel, LaToya. <laughs> Jill, your take on The Vamp Diaries as giving me a new love of Tyler, yes. Mm. And then Silas as the best villain, yes, I hear you and love it. Yeah. But I thought Jill's opinions were always wrong, and we love her anyway. Nope, not always. No, the I'm truth. always correct. <laughs> um, also, just like Latoya and Morgan, can't wait for you to get to season six. We're so close. You are going to love it, and if you don't, I'm crazy to think that it is one of the best seasons of TVD. It really is. Mm-hmm. Keep being the awesome, sarcastic one, Morgan. I relate to your dry humor a hundred percent. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I don't know how dry I am, but I'll, I'll try to be drier. <laughs> it would appear what the so. Fuck? <laughs> P.S. I started listening at season four. I hear you, gals. Was a rough one, so mm-hmm. I've got some catching up to do. Keep up the fun, creative work you lovely ladies are doing. Love. Harris? Charles? I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm thinking Charisse. I'm thinking Charisse. 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 Yeah. We love you. (laughs) And thank you so much for the lovely review. Thank you. In uh, Patreon news, our fourth episode of the Cole Turner cast of the Cole Turner cast? What is this? What is this copy? Episode (laughs) of the Cole Turner cast. It is the the <laughs> in Patreon news, our fourth episode of Cole Turner Cast is out today, and our special guest is Jill. Uh, yeah, we called in some favors. <laughs> Jill, you haven't watched this episode yet, and you haven't recorded it yet. Correct. But what do you want to tell the Ampies about Charmed and your opinions on it? Because I know you have opinions. Now I do, because I mm. started watching it uh, from Yay! season one. Whoa. I am watching it on Peacock, so I have the bad version. Mm. So sorry. <laughs> I don't you, have the you heard You've heard the real version, and you're like... It's not it the goes. same. Mm-hmm. It's really not the same. I'm loving it. I just watched the episode... I'm going slow, but okay. I just watched the episode where Middle P falls in love with... Uh, the John ghost. Cho? Yeah. Yes. It, and I was like, Hell amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and since you've met Leo, now you understand, right? Like how? Oh my god. But who's, I I have a note in my phone in my note app mm-hmm. to, of things mm-hmm. to tell you guys as I watch. 
And I have falling in love for the ghost, same. And then in all caps, I hate Andy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised by that at all, Jill. Those are my two notes. He's also (laughs) boring. He's so boring. boring. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so sick of him. And I know I texted you guys after I watched the second episode, like, I hope he doesn't last. But we'll see. Well, from the episodes you've seen, you, you haven't seen him around, have you? Yeah, so you might might get what you wish for, but uh, Prue <laughs> might not be so happy about it. But also to the listeners, I'm sure you noticed she called her middle P, because this is the way that <laughs> yes. Jill talks about these characters. <laughs> I can't get their oh. names, but you just said Prue, and I don't know which one that is. <laughs> that's that's Big P. Oh, Big P. Big, Big P? P? Okay. Big P. Big P who likes Andy. It's not like oldest P. It's big P. Big P. There's big, there's middle, and there's small. (laughs) Gotta stick with the one syllable. Oldest P is too many syllables. It's it's middle P. Middle P? (laughs) (laughs) Is it little P or small P for for Phoebe? What do you prefer? I think it was little P. Little Little P. P. Okay, little P. Because it's very funny. (laughs) Big, middle, and little. Yep. Okay, all taken care of. Uh, so now that that's established, but Jill, <laughs> what about this month on Book Club? This month, it's September, so it's Morgan month, and we are reading <laughs> The Princess Diaries. Yay! Yay! I was like, haven't you guys done that? But no, that was Ella Enchanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> different. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different Anne Hathaway uh, yeah. from a book. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So we're doing um, books one through three, and then we're going to chat in October to give plenty of time. Um, So keep your eye out for more details. Jill, are you excited to read The Princess Diaries and officially gain ultimate insight into my psyche? In this little script, it says, you want me to say probably not. I disagree. I'm very excited. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! (laughs) I think it'll be so much fun. I've never read them. I'm so excited. I'm trying not to be weird about it. No, it's it's Morgan season, so Meason. we're all in. Getting pumped. <laughs> <laughs> but what about this episode? Good question, LaToya. Thank you. Today, we're talking about the originals. Season 1, episode 19, An Unblinking Death. According to IMDb, this is the one where, desperate to help Kieran, Camille insists on an unconventional treatment but her good intentions lead Kieran to a violent episode. After Klaus and Elijah disagree over the best way to handle the Crescent Wolves, Elijah makes a trip to the bayou where he's witness to a horrific explosion that only adds to the hatred and mistrust among the communities. And while Jackson and Elijah work to save the wounded, Haley learns a surprising piece of her family history from Marcel. This is like, strangely accurate like this yeah, is all way that, that to go, to the episode. IMDb. Yeah. i know i read this and i was like solidly done <laughs> <laughs> couldn't believe it but also camille <laughs> i'm like what the fuck yeah says what it Pick says a name girl <laughs> <laughs> she will not <laughs> 19 episodes in never gonna pick a name never gonna pick a goddamn name She's not going to pick a name, but she is going to do electroshock therapy as Yo, a grad student. Oh, <laughs> the man. The they, they do with this character. How am I not like? How am I not supposed to dunk on her nonstop? I was dunking on her hard in the chat. I was just like, I was like, you were, you were right, too. <laughs> yeah. Enough. 
This is enough already. Do not allow her to practice. (laughs) (laughs) Are you feeling she has to be failing her classes? Can someone file malpractice against you if you're a medical student? Like, they should be able to because of Cammy. I said in the chat, and we'll talk about it. Like, her go tos are more pills and electroshock therapy. And lock them up. Because those are the yeah. three tools. And, and the pills and lock them up. It's for a child mostly. Yeah, she tried. She tried some pills for a Kieran, but like she was really like, get this girl some pills, lock her up. Wild gal. This, She's why? perfect for Klaus. <laughs> no, Klaus is a, a rational man. I don't. I don't know about you, but uh, uh, what I was watching told me that Klaus is a rational man. Okay, this episode Ooh. maybe, but others. <laughs> this episode specifically, uh, Cammy's doing electro shop, and Klaus is normal. Wild, <laughs> and Klaus is doing his best. And Cammy, you can expect her to get to doing electro shock because that's the person she is. But Klaus being normal, <laughs> honestly, a shocker. Yeah, for sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, <sighs> it is time. Without further ado. Oh, with, and without further uh, ado, the Empire. Oh, does Jill want to say it? Do you want to no, say it, Jill? Don't. You, you go for it. it. It'd be cute. Without further ado, <laughs> <laughs> the Empire Diaries. <laughs> wow. Perfect. The trumpet. Jazz. The trumpet jazz. The trumpet jazz. Hello, welcome to the Empire Diaries. We know the risk, but we just have to podcast. The trumpet I'm one of your hosts, jazz. Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich, and I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are discussing the originals, season one, episode nineteen, an unblinking death. So, with a such a, a fun title as this, yeah. Mm-hmm. I must ask, Jill, how did you feel about this episode of television? Um, it was at least better than the last one we watched. Yes, oh, that's the last not saying original much. one we watched. Yeah. The last original one, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. I still wasn't a huge fan of this. It's not going to stick at all, except for Kieran licking a knife. Yeah, Ooh. I just want to say, like, Ooh. that counts. Like, that is worth something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this episode is like, for whatever. You know, it's fine. My I'll crush watch is it. Father Kieran. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I screenshotted it and sent once it to you guys. He transitions. Even before oh he transitions, like, he is, once he's, like, cleaned up and not, not hexed, he's so, oof. Did he get a tan? When did he get a tan when he's been locked in the basement? He's been basking in the in the sunlight in the windows. <laughs> Just catching some rays, baby. Uh, See, like a father. cat trying to sit in the sun or like a dog. Yes. Father, bless me. Good oh, God, he please. was sexy in this. Wow. Oh, yeah. For real. Wow. Again. That's why they had to kill him because they're like, we can't allow this to kill one for more than one episode. But that's why like, Klaus remains hot. my number one this is enemy. a national threat. <laughs> I, Klaus... He had to do it to his bro. You know, he couldn't. Uh, his bro was suffering. He was like, he was, oh, like my bro is too sexy. Can't have this. He was this. hallucinating. And that was part of the sexiness. Like, to hallucinate Bastiana does make you sexier. Yeah. <laughs> I was so happy to see her. We all were. I was so thrilled. <laughs> I've missed her. 
I assume this is like her last appearance, though. This has to yeah. be. Who I else is going to hallucinate her? I, me? <laughs> Davina? Where's Davina? I'm looking. Uh, I'm like. This episode was for adults, Jill. Let the child go away. <laughs> no. <laughs> the way Father Kieran was acting, this episode was, was for adults. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, I did miss Davina though. <laughs> um, other than Kieran being an absolute fox, um, mm-hmm. Oliver can't fucking stand that guy. Boo hiss. And it's funny because in the scene where he does the unthinkable and kills Eve, like he's actually pretty decent until the reveal. I didn't even pick up on the reveal until you told me. That was the scene yeah. where I was confused again. <laughs> It's because like, it's really – so much is happening there. It's like, by the way, as you know, Eve and Oliver are incredibly close. And uh, <laughs> you're like – never seen them ex- interact. She, uh, like, she's Excuse better me? friends with Elijah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I see her talk to Elijah more. And it's just wild. And so, like, you're thrown off by that. And then it's like, by the way, this was all Oliver. Bananas. But sorry, Latoya, you were saying. Yeah, I was like, I vaguely remember when the scene started. I'm like, oh, I remember like Oliver and Eve's like friendship thing. And I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But also, and I know you guys are going to hate this, but throughout this whole episode, I was like, wow, I wish Elijah and Gerald were like falling in love. I I noticed (laughs) you kept saying that. (laughs) Yeah. They would and be I, I, the last time when they were it, like I all dirty and bloody and like helping people. I was like, "Wow, boyfriends! I love them." I wish they were falling in like beautiful man love with each other. Like that Elijah was like, "Fuck, I can't help but like this guy. The way he tends to his people, like all of that." But like that's this seems like the place to do that and to be like, "Ah, oh, mm-hmm. God, I want his girl, but I can't help but like respect him." Mm-hmm. But they just there was just no attempt at that. It felt like none of that at all. <laughs> there was in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it, it just goes to, I, obviously, you know, I don't care for Gerald, but like what I was saying last time was just like everything about Gerald and like his story with Haley. I'm just like, it's so aggressively heteronormative that mm-hmm. like that's like kind of rubs me the wrong way too. I think if any actor, even if I liked the actor or something, was like the same kind of portrayal, I'll be like, no. <laughs> but like yeah. it really should be the She's two of okay. them falling in love after this and then them both mm-hmm. being like, but we also love Haley. So what if? What? Throuple. What are you proposing? That's HBO's the originals, you know. Please <laughs> look. A couple years later, development-wise, and it would have been an HBO Max original. And Showtime's given what, the originals. Given what the shit we're getting down to on uh, Gossip Girl Two, Electric Boogaloo, I, they could they could have been a throuple. That could have been allowed. Wow, so much to think about. Any any other thoughts, Jill? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Rip to two real ones. I'm bummed. Hell yeah. yeah. I actually was like, fuck, not Eve. Yeah. yeah she like seemed so nice. Mm-hmm. And then just the reveal that she wasn't the fucking killer like the rest of them. Uh-huh. Good for her. Which I mean, I guess technically we knew that because you know she didn't turn, but like remember the whole thing where she like she had cut off her like uh like her birthmark or whatever, which I'm like, oh, is it really yeah. useful if you don't even turn? I guess they would have like there's something that they would have killed her, like if she yeah. doesn't turn. But like, but they are—they also, as uh, Marcel says, they weren't like slaughtering all of the crescents anyway. So she probably didn't have to do that either. Yeah, mm-hmm. she probably didn't have to be a Bayou woman. <laughs> I think she was fine. She probably just likes it. 
She hadn't activated shit, and she wasn't bothering anyone. I think she was fine. I think she just likes the swamp. I don't think she does, because remember the glow up? It's like, this is how she she was before. I mean, I think it's also like, there's the way that you dress at home in your sweatpants when you're getting your shit done, and then there's the way you start to dress when, you know, you have a little bit of company. And I think that was, you know, maybe Eve's situation. I don't know what you're talking about. When I'm home alone, I only wear the little Gucci dress and uh, <laughs> six inch heels. Oh, you're so- yeah. I forget. You're so fancy. That's <laughs> what I'm wearing right now. You are. And it looks great, by the way. <laughs> Latoya, do you have any big thoughts on this one? Big thoughts, uh, besides uh, Father Kieran opinions, uh, like oh. I said, uh, I remember the Oliver Eve stuff until, uh-oh, uh, because I, I, at first I was like, at, with the first bomb, I was like, it's Klaus, right? Because, you know, cause for the same reasons, it actually was Oliver, but then the second bomb, I'm like, this is a very big bomb, which when he's like, I didn't think that many people were going to get hurt, I'm like, yeah, not with the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one was a very big bomb. Yeah. Killed a lot of people. <laughs> you idiot. You backwoods idiot. <laughs> so fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, but um, hey, just because you're from the backwoods doesn't mean you're an idiot because you could be from the big city and you could be a fucking moron. And that person's name is Cammy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, happy to see Josh. Josh making moves, being part of plans. Mm-hmm. Klaus being normal, loved it. Uh, as I was saying at the end of this, it's like, I'm actually happy Elijah's like, I'll team up with you again, brother, because like, everyone else is crazy. The The wolves and the witches cannot be allowed to be in charge of anything. Nope. nope. We, we, we need our Michaelsons to take charge because yikes. Yeah. What about the humans? What's her name? Francesca? Oh yeah, Francesca. I, I don't know if having like a mob mobster in charge is good. <laughs> A horny mobster who's like, somebody fuck me. Like, you know. My favorite Jim Carrey line. Somebody <laughs> me <too>. fuck me. <laughs> I'm the mask. That is basically what he was saying the whole time. Right. <laughs> I've I've seen the mask. I know what he was saying. I was reading between the lines as a child. <laughs> Mom, he's saying somebody, somebody fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> he's also Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, I love being fucked in my mask. <laughs> my God, Samantha's here! <laughs> what a weird runner that that the whole thing was. <laughs> um, I just I'm ready to get to the end of the season so I can get to season two. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm ready for the baby to be born. Like, yeah, we know she's nine months pregnant. I'm ready for that little menace to pop out. Give but me she's that little not menace. allowed an epidural. Rude. That, that I do with the Bayou. Uh, I don't as know. Josh okay. could compel a doctor, kind of. So could Klaus and Elijah. You can get like a, a whole thing. It doesn't have to be like a Bayou. You can mm-hmm. get like all the medical equipment you need with those very wealthy men. But I guess it seemed like like it was Eve's insistence that she couldn't have an epidural. That she's like wolves have been having babies like this for forever, you yeah. know, in, in this very you know Bayou shack. I'm guessing so yeah, I guess Eve's delivered like a, a traditional bunch of thing. But Eve's yeah. dead now, so yeah. So, so get that girl an epidural, <laughs> yeah. Give her some drugs. Don't let the, those men deliver this baby. No, give her the the full seventies like Twilight sleep stuff. There's no other you know? woman around here. From what I've seen, they're all dead now. 
Yeah. Oh. We're, we're, we're killing off ladies like crazy. So put the Michelsons back in charge, like for real. Like none of this Begging. factions bullshit. You all need to fall in line. You're all out of control. <laughs> You're all wild. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, what about you, Morgan? What you got? Um, not much that you guys didn't already say. Um, I my my main takeaway from this was that I the this Marcel and Haley conversation should have happened a hundred years ago. Yes. Their <laughs> second scene together, their first being at the plantation in the first half of the season, right before Tyler kidnapped her. I want to oh find out God. stuff about my family. I want to find out stuff about my family. I want to find out stuff about my family. And it's like, well, what about the person who is in the city while your family was here? Maybe we could ask them. Like, she even could have been like, ask Marcel, ask Marcel, yes. ask Marcel. And one the of the one boys could have asked. The one they kept saying was responsible for the curse on the Crescents. And yet she was just like, I'm never going to ask about this. Like, I'm going to take everyone else's word for it, which doesn't seem like a great idea. Haley, my baby. Because <laughs> for all of the you were supposed to be my wife bullshit, Gerald hasn't told her jack shit about her family. And neither has Eve, to be honest. Nobody has told her shit. <laughs> like, I, d- I just... I just don't understand it. And like, wouldn't you like go look at the like public records once you found out your last name or something like that? Or she just like doesn't give a shit anymore because they're dead. Like it just uh, has always felt weird to me. And that was such a huge part of her motivation coming into this series. And I think it's something this show uses a lot. And I think these kinds of shows in general use the like, orphaned character who's like i want to know about my family and is the payoff on that ever good like it's always just that they should be ray nobody from star wars it's always (laughs) better like your parents actually were nothing and no one and there's no answers to be gotten there like i mean i guess i understand life i understand (laughs) in general why Haley would want to know about her family because she was born with the werewolf gene and then she ended mm-hmm. up being a wolf like she should want to know about her family but they don't need to be like fucking werewolf royalty yeah and i just i just don't know it just felt really um arbitrary like she really wanted to know about her family when that drew her to new orleans but she stopped wanting to know about her family once the plot of season one of the originals began <laughs> yeah i mean remember she got in league with fucking atticus shane's bitch ass because of this like we gotta <laughs> we gotta go all in we gotta go all in with this we gotta go all in with the expression you can't just introduce these things and drop them the vampire diary season four Sure, How expression dare. was all in that season, and yet still not enough expression. It, well, it's called expression, baby, <laughs> and I need it. <laughs> we all need it. Oh, I miss it. But someone's uh, expressing in this town, and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> we open in uh, Father Karen's dream. He's in church, and he's like giving communion to someone, and then Bastiana's there, and so is Sean, his dead nephew. Yeah. It re- it's the, it's the reveal is that he's getting communion to Sean. I'm like, that's Sean, right? Like, that's the only mm-hmm. one. I'm like, yeah. he's in his, his little fucking altar boy robe. But that's Sean. Yeah. I know. That's all he wears. I, we, you never see Sean in normal clothing. <laughs> Sean never wore normal clothing. He was that into being an altar boy. He was just like <laughs> going to Rousseau's to get gumbo from Cammy dressed like that. <laughs> but again, Cammy wasn't there because she was new to town to start this series. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, so actually, it turns out that uh, Father Kieran is not 
with Bastiana and Sean. She's actually what? he's actually with Josh and Cammy up in the church attic, and they're trying to give him like some water, and he is not having it. <laughs> and I, as I noted in the previously, talking about how like he he hasn't have doesn't have much time left. I'm like, I feel like he's been hexed for like five years at this point. It's he has yeah. all the time in the fucking world. Truly, I was very confused about this and uh you know josh is just like taking in how fucking bad kieran yeah. looks who he's like screaming at cammy because he thinks she's bastiana and calling him a hateful bitch cammy. yeah <laughs> he, he treats her the way he always treats her and then he treats josh like he's sean so it means that's nice and he loves him and i'm like yeah that's how you should treat josh always yes. even when he's hallucinating both of them he's nicer to the person that's not cammy which is great <laughs> And Josh is like, oh, remind me to never piss off a witch. And uh, Kieran falls to the ground and starts having a seizure. And they, like, kneel down next to him. And Kieran's just like, what the fuck do you want from me? And he has this moment of lucidity. And Cammy's like, holy shit, like, that was him. And Josh is like, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's still there, but, like, under all the crazy. But the crazy is pretty fucking thick. <laughs> she does it. Get it? She's it's nineteen episodes in. She's still like, I'm going to use science and medicine and blah 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 blah. It's magic. <laughs> what have you learned? You learned jack shit. Do you think that the people who knew better about this couldn't have stopped this? <sighs> it's very frustrating. She says he needs a shock to his system to wipe the slate clean, and also, I have an idea. Why are you wearing that fucking scarf while you're taking care of him? That's distracting as hell. <laughs> I wouldn't wear a scarf when you are Marcel. <laughs> Marcel did rock a scarf uh, earlier in this season. Yeah, and she—I think she stole it, and she's wearing it. I'm like, this is not the time to be doing it, especially how dangerous he is. He could choke you with that scarf. He would too, <laughs> and I wish he would. <laughs> uh, so then. Uh, we have an Elijah and Klaus scene, and Klaus is looking for Esther's grimoire, and uh, it turns out Elijah has it. He uh, figured Klaus would want it, and he moved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Klaus doesn't throw a tantrum about it, actually. He's not. He's like, I, but, he, but he does say, like, I'm just trying to help the wolves, play Samaritan to the abused, champion to the underdog, so to speak. And then he does later, like, make the point, like, yeah, I just want the people that Haley's around to like be strong enough to protect her and the baby. Which, yeah, uh, you have to be deeply a asshole fair. about it. Just be told the truth. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, not that, <laughs> but it's very hard for Klaus to not be an asshole. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he he says the thing about wanting to keep Haley safe, and Elijah's like, yeah, unless they decide to seek retribution for decades held in exile, and Haley will find herself in the middle of an uprising, which will only provoke further violence. Like, I can't let that fucking happen. Like what happens in this episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Klaus is like, that's not our fault. Like, things have been bad here since before we got back. Why don't you just use a little less of this and does a talking gesture and a little more of these and does a little <laughs> pointing to his ears to listen gesture? And I'm like, <laughs> someone's ready to be a dad and, you know, like, <laughs> teach uh, teach a little baby girl the parts. <laughs> this is your nose. This is your ears. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Klaus do all this shit. I want to see him reading like the farm animal books that have like the 
cow says moo and you like yes be like this is the fur (laughs) i deeply want that you you see the cow goes moo (laughs) (laughs) this kid talks weird because that's where she's (laughs) learning it from this kid only knows how to scream i know she talks weird because her parents are klaus and Haley. (laughs) yeah She's saying nor. <laughs> oh my god, her first word, it's nor. Oh my god, her second word, it's conspiring. <laughs> this kid never stood a fucking chance. <laughs> um, also, during the scene, you point out uh, that the Yellow Jackets uh, creators, this is one of their episodes, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, so th- I. I love them. Uh, we then have a little uh, Cammy and Marcel phone call scene. And uh, like. He wants to help. And she's like, no. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, she's like, you can't come back here. You know, you have a target on your back and all of this shit. She says, I got it. If you come here, I'll throw you out myself. I mean it. Then Josh brings in a doctor. <laughs> oh, Josh. This poor guy. Um, this Kieran scares the shit out of this poor doctor. Uh, and Josh like immediately sees the situation through this doctor's eyes. And, you know, see how, how like Kieran's like chained to the ground, and he goes, "Oh, he, okay, yeah, uh, totally see how you get kind of a crime scene vibe happening here. Just like don't freak out, okay? But doesn't compel him, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it takes him a minute to realize. Oh, I should do that." Yeah. <laughs> um, a absolute goof. Uh, Marcel then calls Klaus, and Klaus is like, "You watch what you fucking say to me. Like I'm pissed as hell at you, uh, young man." <laughs> and Marcel's like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But the thing is, Cammy needs you. Whatever anger you have towards me, don't make her suffer for it. She's with Karen." And you know, of course, like Klaus is simping hard. He's not gonna for reasons. <laughs> He's you had squinting. Mama G. <laughs> you had like, Mama G, homie. Could, Mommy. Like, she's still here. Go to her. I was so happy to see her. Oh my God. <laughs> for like the one scene we get her yeah. for, it's not enough. The writers were like, we're going to sneak her in. We love her too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's like, she is conspiring to like kill their baby, but like, not in this instance. She wasn't doing shit. <laughs> she was just <laughs> hanging out with me. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, how, like, mean do you think I am? And I'm like, well, you did, like, publicly deny Davina gifts in front of everyone as some sort of (laughs) weird teenage power play, but I guess you wouldn't, like, kill someone. Then you ordered tea at the bar. You are a weirdo. Oh, my girl. <laughs> you freak bitch. Dang we have to do freak. that. We got to go to a bar. We <laughs> do. Okay, let's stop this recording right now. Go to a bar so you can order your tea, and then we'll come back. Thank okay. you. All right, so, and we're going to stop it. Okay, we're back. We went back. to the bar. Did you like your bar tea, Jill? I did. <laughs> I'm so glad. Um, so then back at the church, the doctor's like, I have to like go talk to the authorities. And Josh <laughs> is like, oh, fuck. Okay. And he starts to compel him. And he says, dude, be cool. And for a second, I thought that was going to be it. 
And I I was going to just scream for it all eternity. But instead, he says, it's just a priest hexed by a witch because of some vampires. Except that these things are real. Then forget them. I mean, later. You can forget them later. God. Ah, ah okay. Let me start over. <laughs> Honestly, that would be me trying to compel someone. Uh, Very relatable. A disaster. Texas number one. <laughs> Let me go back. <laughs> this is where, in my notes, and which I, of course, noted in the chat, this woman is all pills and shock therapy. <laughs> Never let her practice. Do not. Uh, Cammy's like, can you sedate my uncle? And he's like, he needs to be in the fucking ICU. And Josh is like, yeah, well, there's a boundary spell, so he's stuck here. <laughs> Um, the doctor says he's malnourished and severely dehydrated. To be fair, when they tried to give him water, he was not nice about it. They tried. They did. And then he's trying to get those abs to pop, obviously. That's what's happening here. Hell yeah, he knows he's got a shirtless scene coming up. He's gonna do some push-ups in a minute. <laughs> so those veins are popping. So Cammy is like, look, what do you know about electroshock therapy? And he's like, Well, it's dangerous. <laughs> And he's like, but hasn't it been known to treat cases of extreme psychosis? And he's hesitant. And Josh is like, answer her. And he's like, we don't fully understand it. But for some patients, yes. And Cammy's like, great. Then we're doing it. Some could say this is also Lyle and Nickerson's way of doing American Horror Story again. <laughs> yep. They're <laughs> like, oh, this episode isn't an asylum, but we're going to still go American Horror Story on its ass. Still going full Sarah Paulson. <laughs> uh, so then over at Bayou Lama's class, uh, Eve is teaching Haley, you know, to to breathe in and out. And she's like, so no, this is where she's like, no epidural, huh? Like, sure, that I can't do this in a hospital. And Eve says, honey, the werewolves have been having babies out here since before you were born. Stop worrying. Stop worrying. She's got to push a fucking, you know, a little football yeah. through cooch. Like, Shouldn't no that thanks. be the mother's choice, not the wolf's choice? I didn't mention this in the chat, but I wrote in my notes, is Eve a ghost? And I'm like, <laughs> is she a ghost that only Haley and Elijah can see? Quite possibly. In until this episode, I thought so. But I think I don't think Ollie would have needed to kill her for that. <laughs> now she's a ghost. Now she's a ghost. <laughs> Does she oh, come no. back? <laughs> Please. Well, well, we know that she has to be on the other side. And you know what? That place is not looking too good right now. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Very is worried that, for Eve. Is that all going to affect the originals? Are they going to explain what's happening? Mm-hmm. Anything Dang. that happens to the other side. I mean, we saw Cole over on the fucking Does Caroline come over to warn everyone? <laughs> she can make a phone call if she, has, she doesn't come over. <laughs> These people are not coming over. Like, if Got Bonnie it. won't even drive back from Whitmore to talk to her friends, Caroline's not driving to New Orleans to talk to Klaus. <laughs> when we learn that she has a car, it's like, oh, so she could have gone. She just, she just didn't. didn't want to. <laughs> Which, uh, fucking good for her. But also, there will be more series regulars uh, from Vampire Diaries on the show in general. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Kieran, other side. And mm -hmm. Kieran's coming back. So I'm not going to be concerned then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is this your, your denial? Well, it's on the other side, so it's coming to He dabbed a knife. I can't let him go. <laughs> not he yet. He did not find peace, that's for sure. He, there is not enough time. 
So uh, this is where, like, Eve's like, when the time comes, you'll know what to do. Because, like, Haley's like, I've never had a mother. How am I going to be one? And she's like, I don't know. As fun as it is to imagine Klaus changing dirty diapers, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing this alone. And Eve says, somehow I doubt that in Walks Elijah. Yeah, come on. But also, I would love it if Klaus was, like, an amazing father. I think that'd be mm-hmm. so funny. Wouldn't it? Super dad? <laughs> I would, uh, I'd die. I mean, he was a good dad to Marcel until he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but emphasis on until he wasn't. <laughs> well, yeah, once uh, the baby reaches a certain age, he'll just stop being a good dad. Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> So Elijah's here, and he he like a quick word with the conspirators of a supposed uprising. So in some barn, we've got Elijah, Oliver, uh, Jackson, and Haley, and we're talking about what's going on. And he's like, "Don't you see? Like Klaus wants something from you, and that's why he's allied with you." And they're like, "Yeah, we just don't care," which is kind of fair. They're like, "We want what he is giving us." <laughs> And Elijah's like, well, you know the people in the quarter are going to see this as, like, a huge provocation. And Oliver's like, well, most of them see us breathing. Is that anyway? (laughs) And Elijah's like, but you signed the pledge and looked me in the eye. And Haley says, we don't want to fight. We just want a better life. And Elijah says, allegiance with my brother will guarantee you anything but that. Then they hear Any of them considered getting jobs? Fucking buy you bums? I mean, they all have a big gap in their work histories from uh, when they were uh, turned into wolves 30 days out of the month. I bet they could get jobs at Rousseau's. That place is struggling. Yeah. Needs some consistency. I don't know. Nice Denise runs a tough ship over at Rousseau's. (laughs) No one's going to win shit. In the back, just like working on like balancing the books. Denise making the schedule. (laughs) Someone yelling at Denise because they wanted Thursday night off. And she's like, I'm doing the best I can. This is why she's such a bitch. This is why she's such a bitch. It's not fair. (laughs) So uh, outside, guy shows up on a motorcycle and he's like, which one of you is in charge? the, The dorkiest person to ever ride in on a motorcycle. It looks goofy as fuck. He did not look at home on that motorcycle. (laughs) But uh, so it turns out the motorcycle has a bomb. The bomb has Wolfsbane in it. Goes off. We get the we get the ringy sound. Jill, you were very excited about this. The little tinnitus. Yeah, I love when there's like a tinnitus effect. It's always fun. Yeah, always fun. Everyone's like trying to get up from the explosion. People are hurt. Haley ends up being fine. She like sees a little boy and saves him, which is nice. Um. And uh, like we realize there's Wolfsbane in it. And Haley tells Elijah, like, you help the wounded. You're the fastest. And they start kind of, like, getting to work. Uh, Haley saves, you know, like, another lady. And Oliver, however, is just so pissed. He's like, this is the vampires. He can't fucking stand it. Uh, mm-hmm. And Haley tries to de-escalate everything, but, like, it's not going great. So she says she's going to go talk to Marcel and she brings a steak. Yeah, because she thinks it's Marcel immediately. They're like, come on. Come on. But also, isn't this the scene where they were trying to save this woman's leg, but they pulled it out and <laughs> Haley had to like make a tourniquet? I was like, isn't that yes. basic knowledge? You don't pull it out? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. there's like 
first she like helps the kid who's like i think their like parent is like really hurt or dead or whatever and then yeah. she like sees oliver's about to yank and she's like no yeah. dumbass and and it's too late and they have to if do you the are impaled don't pull it out <laughs> And also, like, if you're an outdoorsy guy, you which, you know, all werewolf boys are, you got to know some basic first aid. Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's like it's stolen backwoods valor. It's, yeah. um, what is it? Uh, in the video game The Quarry, there's a part where uh, Justice Smith's character gets stabbed like as a knife in his side, and you get the choice to, like, leave it in or pull it out. And mm. I was like, because I play with my brother, and I'm like, no, don't pull it out because you'll be bleeding out the whole time. And then yeah. you realize, even though obviously it's, it sucks and it's like stuck in it. It's like, there's a later part where it's like, yeah, if you had like pulled it out, like besides the bleeding out, like you would have like lost vision and like vision was like, like uh, you would have lost a lot of your vision and it would be like blurry. And I'm like, the vision was like a really p- big part of the, the level too. So I'm like, mm. <laughs> got <Nice>. your asses. It's <laughs> <laughs> fun shit. Um, so that rolls. Uh, so Haley, yeah, she grabs a tree branch. She's off to kill Marcel for doing this. Because uh, he did it. Um, then uh, in the church attic, Klaus walks in just in time for some real nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to do electroshock therapy on Father Kieran, which they fucking shouldn't. And like Klaus is like, what? And Cammy's <laughs> like, what are you doing here? And he's Thus like. This begins Klaus as the, the level the voice of reason? character of this episode. Yeah. He's honestly like, shocking. <laughs> he said some fucked up stuff, but he's never like, let's do electroshock therapy. Like, this is something that is like, I mean, I, I am was, no medical expert yeah. on all this stuff, but isn't this something that's been long considered like a really inhumane type of treatment? Yeah. It's largely very antiquated. I wouldn't be surprised, like, if they had, like, included, like, a uh, like a line or something about, like, he's seen, like, you know, humans do this bullshit that doesn't work, like, and how, like, they, they say I'm a monster, but, like, what they did with this is, like, because honestly, come the fuck on. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest for a second. Mm-hmm. When she brought up electroshock therapy, I was like, how is she doing this with Josh and not bringing up, like, conversion therapy? Because that seems yeah. like the next oh, step for yeah. her. Ooh. Like to con- to do like to to it does anti like- hex convert him. <laughs> this is like kind of like what I said. She would vote for Trump because, but like really, the way that they write this character, it's like she would be pro conversion therapy because yeah. the things they are making her do in the name of science or whatever is insane. This like- episode backs that up completely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because this like I just like I don't know like that. Like, the, the ECT is, like, in American Horror Story Asylum, like, fully. Yeah. Like, as a, like, here's a thing we used to do to people we deemed crazy that is actually really inhumane. So it's wild that Cammy's like, I will save my uncle through this. <laughs> and this is why I'm just like, what is the show trying to do? Because if it's trying to make me like or understand Cammy, it's not happening. It's having the opposite effect yeah i'm not a fan at all <laughs> yeah after this after the last few episodes like electroshock therapy is like a, a torture technique that these characters would use fully torture yeah and it, she's just the, game to torture her uncle like ma'am <laughs> it is wild i i, I know 
what they're trying to do. Like they're trying to do like Cammy is willing to go to any length to save uh, someone she loves. She's not. Yeah. She should have put Papa Tunis blade in fucking Klaus. Yeah. He would have forgiven her because he's a simp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have had wet eyes and he would have been like, I understand that you did it for your family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, they're trying to be like she's she's you know going off the the beaten path because she's so determined to do the and I, it just it's not coming across well. Um, no, there's no guarantees that that's gonna work, and like yeah, I is, just don't like it. This is dark <laughs> magic. Jesus, how many times do people have to tell her this for yeah. her to get through her her skull? Like even Josh is like. And Josh is not the, the, the brightest bulb. Like, <laughs> uh, no. This seems yeah, bad. Yeah, gets negative points this episode. How did Josh get roped into this? Like, he it's doesn't be- deserve this. It. It's because he had to steal the key. That's why we got roped into it. Because of subterfuge. He was like, hey, Cammy, need some help? And got so much more than he bargained for. <laughs> so the doctor begs Cammy not to make him do this and she goes fine I'll do it myself and she grabs the paddles and stands behind him and Klaus is like your uncle's a good man and he shouldn't suffer and she says he's been suffering for weeks he's dying Klaus this might be the only chance he's got and then she fucking electrocutes him and he freaks the fuck out cause you know when your brain gets electrocuted it's not fun I've heard Ugh. yeah it's just a really fucking bad look like I don't understand how they don't feel this is a bad look. It's all a bad look. She sometimes she gets one good point, but really. Kieran so deserved that looks. kill. Yeah. He deserved <laughs> that kill at the end. And they didn't give yeah. it to him. What well, it's also amazing, <laughs> uh, fast forward, like how she gets like really beaten up by uh, uh yeah. Kieran, making it like so we're supposed to feel bad for her. Like the way she didn't get super beaten up by Papa Tunde, which is insane because he was even more powerful. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it feels like a, a last ditch effort to make you care. Yeah, like oh, you know, she paid for the mistakes that she made, and it's like I don't. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't shock people's brains. You shouldn't do it. I don't think you should do it. I'm gonna come. Acro- I'm gonna come out and say I don't think you should do it. <laughs> I also don't think you should do it. Uh, and I'm. I also don't think that <laughs> we're. I'm good with so words. brave. <laughs> good talk to. You. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Haley calls Elijah and she's like, I got to take care of something. And he's like, where are you? And she's like, I'm fine. Just take care of the pack while I'm gone. And she hangs up. <laughs> the fandom wiki says, Haley's Mustang hurdles to find Marcel. That's like on the main page, not like the transcript, but still like this, this synopsis is like, okay. I love it. Uh, so Jackson asks Elijah, is she all right? And Elijah's like, yeah, apparently. And he's like, it's a good thing the bomb went off when it did. It could have been a lot worse. We all could have gotten killed. And that's when we see the second bomb. And it goes off and it's under an RV. And I was like, okay, congrats. Someone watched Mockingjay. I wrote Gale-ass bomb trap in my notes. I, mean, I don't know <laughs> if we know it, noted, but like the bombs also have like Wolfsbane as part of that. So yeah. that's, that's what's really good to the wolves. Yeah, so like even their like their advanced healing is prohibited by the mm-hmm. fact that there is like you know poison. I, again, I don't the second bomb. I'm like Oliver, come on. Was it? Do you think it was enough the first one to like do what he was planning to do? Yes. 
Everyone was already very mad. And also, if you want to go to war, you need numbers. You need a bunch of your people to not be taken out by a bomb. You you don't want to kill a bunch of your people first? (laughs) That's, you know, I don't know a lot about strategy, but that's just how I would do it. Uh, Elijah realizes, but it's too late, and, you know, uh, boom, boom, boom. Then, over the church, Kieran comes to uh, after after getting zapped, and he's like, oh my god, Cammy!" For, like, one second, he's okay. And then he's like, what the fuck did you do it? Did you do to me? And Cammy's like, okay, we gotta do it again. That still seems like Kieran to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like, that's not him. Cammy, every time Kieran says something he like she doesn't like, that's not him. That's the hex talking. <laughs> it's crazy how she thought it was the hex talking before it was hex when he was like, I should take this call. And she's like, I'm hey, I'm going crazy. <laughs> that was the hex talking. Cammy, when I die, you can't have my Lexus. That's the hex talking, <laughs> Uncle Kieran. <laughs> Let me zap it out of you. That's why I love that Kieran addressed Alexis. Uh, he's using some of that offering money, is he? <laughs> Look, I made a decision. <laughs> uh, I'm just him styling with his five o'clock shadow in his Lexus. <laughs> oh. Styling and profiling. Fucking call me. <laughs> <laughs> so Cammy's like, you gotta do it again. And even Josh, who wants to steal Kieran's key and leave, is like, are you serious? <laughs> Josh has no skin in this game is like, I don't want to see that. And Cammy's like, no, no, no. We got something coherent out of him, which means it's working. Klaus like grabs her and is like, Doctor, check the fucking patient out. Give him like heroin and it's like if he like mellows out, she's like, that means it's working. <laughs> <laughs> Truly just absolutely fucking terrible and uh you know the doctor's trying to look at him and he's like okay kieran's heartbeat is irregular if you keep this up it will kill him and cammy's like no nah <laughs> girl a real doctor told you what's up <laughs> like she's in denial and i understand how like in a for another character, maybe in a different set of circumstances, the idea of like not listening to the doctors and being like, no, no, they can be saved. Like it would feel heartbreaking to watch someone, you know, force themselves yeah. to deny what's going on in front of them because of their grief. But here, it's just like, I can't get over the fact that like you're electrocuting him. Like this it's isn't. Like, think of good. it this way. Elena Gilbert, that we know and love, is stubborn, but she's not delusional. When people hate on Elena Gilbert, I'm like, do you think that she behaves the way Cammy does? Because she does not. I don't think she would give Jeremy electroshock therapy to save his brain. (laughs) Like, I don't think she'd do that. She would not. Maybe Damon, but he's a vampire. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Would he do it to save him or just to see what it would do? Yeah, just to see if it can make him normal. <laughs> Good gravy. So Klaus is like, Cammy, can we please like talk in private? And he takes her away and he says, You need to prepare yourself. Like, this isn't gonna end okay. And Cammy's like, but the treatments. <laughs> Nobody ever does. And Klaus is like, they'll kill him. Like, if you push him over the brink, I would hate for you to have to live with that, no matter how, like, noble your aims are. And she's like, so you just expect me to surrender? And he says, 
maybe it's time not to give up, but she, to let go. She'd be more rational. She's trying to 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 be a doctor. I mean, that's why you're not supposed to work on your own. You know, you're not supposed to doctor your own family. What is this character? <laughs> I Guys, don't come know. on. What is it? What's happening? Why is it happening? It's why are we doing this to Leah? I, it's not nice to Leah. That's for sure. I know that. Like, it just doesn't fucking work. Like, if you like, you know, I mean, I'm like, should we ask someone who's pro Cammy to talk on this? But I'm like, I think they're just going to say that it worked for them, which is, you know, doesn't give you a lot of insight. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. If someone has insight to Cammy, write to us, I guess. I'd but- love to know. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. And she tells Klaus, it's not your decision to make, and she walks back in. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I keep saying, we tried. We've been trying. Yeah. We loved Davina. <laughs> Sophie yeah. had a shovel. We loved Sophie for a bit. Yeah. We Howdy ugly, Sophie? Oh, my girl. Kissing ladies, her. Sophie? <laughs> Miss her every goddamn even if Cammy, like, kiss ladies, at this point, I don't think you can fix this. I would be like, ladies, get away from her. <laughs> She's yeah. insane. She'll Run. shock you. She'll shock you. She'll um, lock you up and shock you. <laughs> God, this uh, this show is a lot. Um, <laughs> so, over in the bayou, this is where we find Eve. She's got stuck under one of the collapsed trailers after the bomb. Not good. Oliver is like trying to lift it off of her, and Elijah comes over and helps. And they're like, Eve, you're going to be okay. She's not. Then uh, there is some kind of like vampire bar. Haley barges in and just really makes a little bitch out of Diego in this scene. Poor Diego. <laughs> Everyone- Diego calls her mama. Yes! Hot. That then was he becomes good. Rodney Dangerfield yet again. No respect. Don't get no respect. <laughs> He's like leaning back in his chair and Haley like kicks him in the chest and knocks him over. <laughs> and it's so funny. As we try to figure out what the show was doing with Kimmy, like what was the show doing with like Marcel's his his right hand and left hand man? Because he's just like, well, how about they make them like Flops? fucking bitches? Because <laughs> like, like Diego's on a flop, but like Diego has his personality is cool. No, he will no. be bitched out at every opportunity. He will snitch immediately. Which I guess I, Marcel wanted to talk to Haley, but like couldn't yeah. like, get her number, like texted her where he is. <laughs> and Haley also didn't have to do this in front of everybody. But it was very Diego, hot of her. can we talk? <laughs> yeah. So she says, someone attacked my pack in the bayou this morning. And since I don't see any genius mastermind types around here, why don't you tell me where Marcel is and we can both get along with our day? And she like stabs him in the chest with a wooden stake, like close to his heart. And Diego's, you know, not feeling good. And she says, Do you think I'm playing? There were families out there. And uh, Diego's like, Oh, he used to keep a place. And he gives the address of the loft and says, If he's still around, he'll be there. And I'm like, Okay, well, then this very much feels like a plant then that like marcel told him this or something but i don't still, know it's like it's still yeah. weird. To, to the outsiders it's like diego's a fucking bitch mm-hmm. they're not in on this and also to us watching this like i mean you know he just looks like a little bitch and i i love diego i want justice for diego go diego go <laughs> <laughs> So then in the attic, Josh is checking out his new daylight ring. He's feeling pretty good. 
He's feeling himself. Feeling himself. He's feeling himself. He's feeling himself. So Josh is like, hey, doctor, you might want to like not be super close to him because he's kind of unpredictable and murdery. <laughs> I love this doctor who's like, this is really fascinating. Would it be possible to speak to the witches responsible for this? <laughs> hey, Dr. West Maxfield 2.0. Actually, I like him way more than Dr. West Maxfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad for this. Uh, he, Josh is like, you don't want that. He's already like, I'm not going to assume every monster is bad. So I should like find out what's going on. He's like, no, these these monsters are bad. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to hang out with them. And then in my transcript, it has that Kieran says, rawr, R-A-W-R. Like, yeah, dinosaurs, rawr means I love you. <laughs> You did, Jill. Roar! You did. Was it at this part too? It yes. might have been. You knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wrote the transcript. You did. <laughs> what Kieran does is so bananas. He leads forward. He bites off his own thumb so he can slip out of his restraints. And I'm like, I see you, Barton Nickerson. <laughs> <laughs> and he lunges for the doctor, but Josh is able to like hold him off. And he's like, hi, could somebody please fucking help me? <laughs> I'm sure they took their sweet ass fucking time getting back to it. <laughs> uh, then Haley calls Klaus as she's like walking over to where Marcel is. And Klaus is like, hey, hey, um, you know, a thing. I'm in a little bit of a situation. What's up? <laughs> and Haley's like, someone sent a suicide bomber out to the bayou this morning. And Klaus is like, what the fuck? Where are you? And she goes, I'm in the city now. I'm fine. I figured an attack like this must have been Marcel. He's hated the wolves for years. And after that stunt, he pulled the witches. You know, I tracked him down. Thought you might want to help me kick his ass uh, for trying to blow us to kingdom come. And Klaus, who is like fully struggling with like a screaming and writhing Kieran, is like, Josh, get him out of here now. Make sure he like make sure this doctor doesn't remember shit. And then he's like, Haley, hey. I assure you, once I'm done here, you're going to have my undivided attention. But in the meantime, could you please stay out of trouble? And Haley goes, oh, yeah, you don't have to worry about me. Elijah's with me and hangs Fucking up. liar. Liar. Liar, bitch. Klaus, <laughs> voice of reason. Klaus proving he'll be a good dad. <laughs> Klaus is doing a good – he's being a good friend and a good dad. I'm shocked. <laughs> I guess it – I mean, I love mommy, but like mm -hmm. getting rid of the toxic in his community. <laughs> and by his community, I mean his bed. His where bed. He fucks. <laughs> Actually has helped him. I mean, it's not going to turn out well, obviously, because she's she wants yeah. to kill his baby. Uh, yeah, she does. <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, you must think the worst of me. I wouldn't bomb people. I'd just kill a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's thinking they could get back together. I know, like, they both dumped each other. <laughs> Him kind of as a prank and then her, like, yeah. in the heat of the moment. But, like, they could get back together. Yeah, she's like, maybe it won't be so bad. Tells the baby, call me Mama G. <laughs> <laughs> call me Mama G. <laughs> you love your Mama G, don't you, baby? Oh, <laughs> uh, I love, I love Mama G. <laughs> we all love Mama G. Yep. So... So in a in a little bayou shack, we lay Eve down. She's not doing well, As and Elijah's I looking at her wounds. Lay Eve down <laughs> to sleep. Thank you. You're welcome. Elijah's like, why isn't the wound healing? And Oliver's like, she never killed anyone. She never activated her werewolf gene, so she can't heal like us. And they're judgmental of her for that. 
they do sound he does sound judgmental and i'm like what it's like just even all the kids not murderers (laughs) what a fucking loser yeah what losers (laughs) and elijah offers his blood uh he's like that could heal her and oliver's like vampire blood she'd rather die and then he's like look we can't let them get away like elijah i think she would take it actually yeah i think that this is oliver saying what he wants to say if she had had uh, his blood in her system when Oliver did the deed, mm-hmm. Eve comes back <laughs> as vampire. Oh, I would have loved that. So uh, so Jackson's like, hey, we don't even know who's to blame for this. And Oliver's like, the hell we don't. And if we don't fight back, they'll do it again. And I'm like, Oliver's just trying to stoke some anger, some violence here. He's trying but- to get an emotion out of Gerald. Nagada. <laughs> it's like, why are you so even killed right now? Now's not the time. I mean, like, I'm not saying you have to like, you know, go for war, but like you should be a little bit more frustrated. No, Gerald's <laughs> honestly not very phased by this. <laughs> Elijah's more phased, and these are not his people. The, I'm feeling Elijah feeling like such horror for these people and such sadness, and Gerald's like <laughs> Hey, hey, what if he was like, have some yeah, water. I saw this coming. I'm not surprised. Maybe that's why he's so. Maybe he should have warned them. That- but like, e- e- even if you, there's a difference between like seeing it coming and like not giving a shit about your people. But I mean, like he's helping. So it's like, just. As the leader of the pack, he should have a little bit more. Oliver made it seem like Eve's the leader. No, because remember when they were all like wrestling and mm-hmm. Gerald's like they they're trying right, to they're right. doing a pecking order, but I they know I'm the leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then why did he need to off Eve? Oh, because she would have snitched about what he did. Yeah, because he told her because of his guilty conscience, and then he needed to kill her. It, it doesn't Dumb. make a lot of sense. <laughs> hey, they really should have. Here's what they should have done: they should have planted the seeds of like like the Oliver Eve friendship prior, because like once yes. Oliver and Gerald showed up, like. Like, Eve sometimes around, but, like, she's not interacting with them. Like, she's mm-hmm. not part of, like, their team meetings. And she should be, first of all. Even yeah. though she... And then we could have, again, conf- like, really hit home that she has not activated her curse. Because it's a thing that technically we, we knew, but, like, didn't know, you know? And I think it'd be really interesting to dramatize, like, in werewolf packs, what is it like to be one of the people who has not become a full wolf and, like, and like refused to kill anyone and yeah. has not, like, you know tripped and fallen and done a murder like Tyler Lockwood <laughs> and like like what role do you have in the community and how does it matter because I'm sure as much as we are like all werewolves are murderers like a bunch of them must not be like a bunch of these packs must not be so I, there has to be it's like, it's like a familial thing like. where yeah. you're like you know you have the gene and then you like congregate but like you're not murderers but like yeah. they uh, TVD like the TVD verse loves to be like, and they're all murderers, and we're not going to address how fucked that is, especially when they're like a bunch of kids who are all murderers. Yes, <laughs> but everyone on this show is a murderer, even if they're not a wolf. But yeah, it's fair enough. Different when it's, for example, a school of mystical creatures, and then you have a whole pack of seemingly normal people who happen to also be activated werewolves, and you're like. Like Legacy a bunch of very, fifteen year old murderers. Much, like <laughs> these teens are kids. That's, that's a big thing of mm-hmm. legacies. So the werewolf aspect is especially egregious there. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
it's it's weird and and they and they similarly background all of the werewolf characters and are like we'd best not talk about how any of this happened <laughs> and i'm like okay then why are they here because i feel like you should talk about that because it's, it's uh they should like be having group therapy that should be part of their episode yeah yes <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry to get, uh, like on legacies but like that should be an aspect where it's like yeah these kids have to unpack Mm-hmm. That they have to live with the, the guilt of being murderers. And, like, like, all the vampire kids should have to go to, like, deal with, like, bloodlust and, mm-hmm. like, substance reliance stuff. Like, all the witches should have to go, like, because of dealing with, like, death on the other side. Like, all of them should be having to go to therapy. This is why there should have been, and this is not really, this is a, a name, so you won't know. There should have been more Emma on the show in general. Mm-hmm. Emma's Five, a great yeah. character, though. There's not enough of. Go, Emma. Go Emma See, indeed. Jill says it. Uh, <laughs> so so then in Marcel's loft, Haley barges in and Marcel's like, I'd offer you a drink, but you're pregnant. And she's like, sweet pad. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't yeah. even realize that was because she was pregnant. I thought it because she was yeah. pulling a steak. Oh no, no, he doesn't care about that. That's what it gets him off. Uh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. relationship with Rebecca. He's horny for that. That also, makes more could sense. She, could she drink? Because like the baby, like, She's is it like healing her or something? Is that happening? I don't know. You should maybe not take the risk. <laughs> if you're like, oh, the baby healed me, I think you can drink when you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have we have no way of knowing. So, but she uh, doesn't take the drink. Some later <laughs> charm season should have addressed that. <laughs> Please, <laughs> huh? Um, should I stop watch? Should I stop watching Charmed? No, no. It's you should like, keep watching Charmed forever. It's not like because also these are like older women who's like when they finally have a child, it's like this is a thing they would want to have anyway. Yeah, it's like a woman in her like mid to late thirties having a child, and it's like yeah, mm. that that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We don't have to be scared here. It's not like a forced thing that's like, well, we're gonna keep this baby because it's like the only way. To, yeah, no. It's like yeah, it's something no, they would want. <laughs> no scary switch em ups. Um, so uh, Marcel's like, this place is temporary. And he's like, a friend hooked me up. Believe it or not, I still do have friends. Uh, you know, like. Diego's like, he keeps a place. And I just like, I assume, like this is the place he's had, I feel. Yeah. And he's like, for the record, you didn't have to work Diego like that. You and I are long overdue for a chat. And she's like, you want to talk to me. I just, I just think about in the real world, CT going, I will work you, Adam. And that's what Haley did to Diego. <laughs> just yelling in his face, I will work you, Diego, until he concedes. Hell yes. Hot. Um, hot. Uh, so Marcel's like, tough girl. You're a lot like your dad in that way. And he, he's like, Yeah. I knew your whole family. In yeah. fact, if you knew them like I did, you'd know just how many enemies they had. Yeah, your father, Grayson Labonair. <laughs> <laughs> Can no one's parents be nice? <laughs> just once. <laughs> so he says back in the 90s, the Crescent Wolves took over the city, or they tried to. He says they lived to throw down, and they were good at it, too. They didn't care who they killed as long as they got more power. Yeah, they were not uh, the kind of uh, leaders you want. They were kind of just, like, backwoods <laughs> backwards bitches. Like, <laughs> the South is not looking good <laughs> constantly. They're, they're not portraying it kindly. <laughs> 
it doesn't necessarily feel like a show written by a lot of people who have lived in the South and <laughs> have nice things to say about it. What gives you that idea, Morgan? The Cammy and her electroshock therapy. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that like the wolves are are coated outdoors just by because they wear plaid, but there's no real like sense to what their lives would actually look like or what, what they, they'd like, be like. Daily lives as like people. Because like wolves are still people. They still gotta do people shit. Like it's absolutely like bizarre. Mason Lockwood. I like I his daily life is like he's 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 surfing. I miss him. Hanging out. <sighs> I miss him so Can he fucking come back? much. Right? I would not be surprised peace? if Mason Lockwood like he owned like a, a surf shack or something, like a uh, bar and grill. Like he was living a good life. So Haley's like, okay, so the Crescent Curse was your way of stopping them. Sounds super heroic, dude. And he's like, well, it was either that or kill them all. And I'm not big on indiscriminate slaughter. True. Yeah. He says, I kind of have this thing about kids. And she's like, yeah, so I've heard. And he goes, oh, you did more than hear about it, Andrea Labonair. You're living fucking proof. I got to say, I hate the way she kind of glosses over it because the show kind of glosses over it. To remind everyone, his thing about kids comes from the fact that he was a child slave. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the backstory. That's why he has a thing about kids. How much does Haley know about Marcel's past? Like, I did they tell her that? Like, I know we've been told all about it, but what does she know? Like, he that- came to the plantation and like they said, like they literally just said hello to each other. There was no actual conversation. And yeah. what, from what she knows from flashbacks, like she knows like about Celeste. Mm-hmm. She knows about like Klaus's daddy issues and their family, but like I don't think she knows. Anything really in the flashbacks with Marcel as like their, yeah. their family member, really. It was just White's and saying this is their second scene together, really. And this is actually a like a full scene as opposed to the other one where it's just teasing yeah. you because it's gonna trick you to thinking he kidnapped her. Again, yeah. blaming Marcel when it was not <laughs> him. I don't buy it. Like, I just don't buy that she hasn't figured out this stuff already. It mm-hmm. seems very dubious to me that it took this long, you know? I get, because, again, like, she knows that he is the reason for the, the Crescent Curse. Like, he set mm-hmm. up shit with the witches. So, like, yeah. she should have approached him ages ago. She could, yeah. Like, she could have approached him while he and Klaus were thick as thieves again. Yeah. While they were friends, absolutely. But that's how the scene ends. We go back to the church attic. Um, Father Kieran's in cardiac arrest. (laughs) Um, Not so hot. Klaus has to plunge his hand into his chest and do cardiac massage, which is where, like, you make their heartbeat with your hand uh, by just squeezing their heart repeatedly. Uh, it's fucked up. I've seen it on, like, ER or some shit. Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> that's gnarly. <laughs> and Klaus is like, his body's shutting down. He doesn't have time. And Cammy's like, give him your blood. If you fed him your blood, he'd wake back up, right? And Klaus is like, yeah, as a vampire in transition. But, like, I don't know. Maybe his death would be a mercy given the hex and everything. Cammy says, just do it. Please, Klaus. I can't let him right. die like this. And Klaus is like, all right. And gives him his blood. But, like, Klaus acknowledges also that, like, He's not going to transition, like he because kn- he knows his bro. Yeah, yeah. They hit it off right away. <laughs> and this episode just confirms that. 
they like <laughs> love each other. It's like fucked up. It's surprising we don't get a lot of Klaus crying in this episode because like this is a guy episode he should be crying in. He He's went home and cried after this. Oh, yeah. We just didn't get to see it. <laughs> he drew such a beautiful painting of Kieran like walking oh. to heaven. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to make Latoya cry. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Um, I, I like It was like Marcel was like, Cammy needs help. I imagine him being like, silence with Kieran. Oh, shit. I'll go right yeah. there. <laughs> I know that Klaus likes Cammy, but I oh, yeah. I'd like to pretend seeing, that this is about Kieran. I'm seeing in uh, the uh, like just on the Phantom Wiki that mm-hmm. Marcel brings up how the the goof on the motorcycle had gambling debts at the casino, so he suggests like uh, mm-hmm. like Francesca and her people might behind be behind the attack. So that's basically that's how Oliver kind of convinced him. It's because obviously yeah. he can't compel, but it was a gambling debt situation. It's like mm-hmm. I'll take care of you or your family or whatever. In exchange, if you do this, yeah, yeah. So he found a found a vulnerable person and manipulated him. Yep. <laughs> Oliver sounds so cool. Cooler by the there's second. A, there's such a way you could have made Oliver not just like this piece of shit, or at least made it some shades of gray. Like, first of all, don't hit on a child. Second yeah. of all, like <laughs> just like play it closer to the vest, all of his stuff, and like have like we were saying, have the relationship with Eve throughout, mm-hmm. and then this reveal actually like is a real gut punch. It yeah. actually hit, yeah. Where it's just it's but it's all like way too backloaded. Yeah. So back at the loft, Haley's like, okay, how long have you known who I am? And Marcel said, I saw how interested you were in those crescents. After our your little family reunion out at the old plantation house, I started to put two and two together. And she's like, Okay, did you kill my parents? And Marcel does not answer right away. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he says, there was infighting among the wolves. Your folks were laying low. Someone turned on them. I really don't know who. So Gerald's parents, right? Maybe. I say this with no memory whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, and he says, I got there afterwards and I found you in your crib. And she's like, why should I fucking believe you? And he's like, believe what you want. You were the last Labonair. I mean – could have been a lot of leverage for our side, but instead, I took you to Father Kieran. Nice. Little Father Kieran with the little baby Haley. I wish he'd raised her. <laughs> right? I'm like, why didn't he just raise her? Daddy Kieran. <laughs> Daddy so- K. Oh my god, Daddy K. <laughs> Daddy K and Mama G. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, actually, what we deserve. <laughs> So Marcel basically gives Haley a go bag and is like, this is basically just money. Start over somewhere safe. You know, like whatever happened in the bayou, I am not your guy. But the way things are going, eventually I might have to be. And she's like, really? So your big plan is to get me out of town and make Klaus and Elijah follow? And Marcel's like, I mean, that would be a positive side effect. Yeah. But also, (laughs) he's right to do it and she should do it, actually. No way. What's coming? What's coming? No, don't do it. I'm not, even, I'm not even thinking about Mama G. I'm thinking past this. Like, who's coming for the baby? Like, yeah, go. Get go now. the really? fuck out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yep. And she's like, so why don't you leave and follow your own advice? And Marcel says, I was born here, Haley. And Haley says, so was I. And uh, she walks out to leave. And Marcel, this is where he discloses the stuff about the guy um, on the bike having a gambling problem and like owing money to the humans who run them, which is, you know, Francesca and co. And, the, and says, no one even looks into Francesca in this episode. <laughs> I know. And he says, and Haley, remember, when things get bad, 
I tried to get you to steer clear of it. He's ready to say, I told you so. Yes. (laughs) Not looking and sounding good. Is that season two, LaToya? Mm -hmm. Who's coming for the baby? Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no baby yet, so. (laughs) Yeah. You see a baby? (laughs) I I haven't seen a baby anywhere. (laughs) You see a baby in the oven. (laughs) Yeah, you do. A little baby. Uh, I miss I, – I need her. So um, <laughs> Klaus is like, I really have to go. And Cammy is like, what's going to happen when he wakes up? He says, well, he'll be in transition, but I'll be back before that. And Cammy's like, oh, he's going to be so mad at me. Like what kind of desperate move was this? And Klaus says, like, you know as well as I do, he's not going to go through with this. Turning him wasn't the goal. It was to give you a chance to say goodbye. And then Cammy asks if Klaus will stay just a little longer. And Klaus, like, is a fucking simp. He's fucking whipped. He's like, yeah, of course. I'm not going to go after the mother of my child and make sure she's not in danger. I'm going to stay here it is, while you do this he, dumb thing. He, he does think Elijah is with her. So that's yes, part of is. it. That's that's the like the opening that allows him to actually stay with Cammy longer. Because, like, if if he wasn't – if she, he didn't think that, then he would have been gone. He's like, I have to go. Oh, absolutely. But I just think he should learn to um, read the tones of people's voices because she was so obviously lying. <laughs> <laughs> he should have followed up, up with Elijah, honestly. Yeah, he but really I'm guessing should've. Elijah, like his phone probably exploded. <laughs> no, it didn't because no, he did talk to, to, to Haley, but also his phone should have exploded. <laughs> I wish it had. Maybe it exploded in the second bomb. <laughs> yeah. You just see him holding the phone and then goes, kaboom. <laughs> Not my phone. <laughs> so then out in the bayou, Jackson and Elijah are talking. And Jackson's like, this is the fucking piece you promised. And Elijah's like, I gather um, my brother thinks he can remove your curse. And Jackson says, yeah, Klaus was offering us freedom, not just from the pain that comes with turning, but from the contempt we've faced our whole lives. And Elijah says, but what about Haley? And Jackson says, I want to make this place right for her. Safe. For her and the baby, which is like, I mean, I guess the right thing to say. This is the only real like Jackson Elijah scene of the episode, I think. And this is where, mm-hmm. it, at least to me, it makes sense that like they both gain some mutual respect for each other and be like, I like the cut of your jeans. You know, I can't help but like you. But mm, no, instead, they're just like, we both like Haley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, then at the church, uh, Kieran comes to. And he's like, what happened? Like the hex, I could feel it inside of me and now it's gone. And Cammie's really happy and she hugs him. So Kieran's like, wait, I died? And they were like, yeah. And they explain, you know, that he's in transition. And Kieran's like, oh, okay. Devil has a deal for me after all. And, you know, Cammie tries to explain it to him and he's like, I know how this works. (laughs) You're the one you who's fucking new. Bitch. <laughs> and uh, Klaus is like, then you know if you don't feed, you're going to die. And he says, yeah, I know if that's the choice I have to make, I'm dead already. And he says, please leave me with my niece. I'd like a moment to talk with her. And Cammy's like, yeah, Klaus, thank you. Um, thank you for today and for being kind. Which is like kind of wild to hear <laughs> someone thank Klaus for being kind. But it's what he was doing all episode. <laughs> But, you know, it's right. So uh, he leaves. Cammy and Karen hug. Then 
we have the Eve Oliver scene. Yeah. And I forgot to note earlier when Oliver calls uh, the world curse their gift, actually. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay, murderer. The gift you get for fucking murder, like like that, is where like I I usually am not like it's inherently like bad that the werewolves get their curse from murdering. I'm like it's not their fault that happens. Uh, it's their it's their fault how they choose to deal with that information. Yeah. But like Oliver being like, what a gift. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that means you're bad. <laughs> That's not a good POV. People should have been keeping tabs on him after that. <laughs> yeah. So. Oliver is like, just trigger the curse, Eve, and then you'll heal. And I'm like, who is around for her to murder? He'll bring like a little child who's probably like on their last <laughs> legs and to, for her to murder. I'm sure of it. I'm and sure of it. Gonna bring in someone weak and like give Eve a gun? Like, what's your <laughs> plan here? He's like, Eve, come on, do the thing. And it's like, Eve has got a gun. She's yeah. bedridden from a mortal wound. How is she gonna just like get up and kill someone, dude? <laughs> Come on, I Eve, fucking... get on up. Don't, Come don't on. He just like bring it to her. He's like, makes her get up. She's she's got a cane. <laughs> How far is she going to have to go to find someone to kill? Like, what's see, your plan? See someone you thought was dead, but turns out they're breathing shallowly. Okay, Eve, this one's for you. Eve, yeah, we don't like him, right? It's just Trent. Like, yeah, Trent. <laughs> so Oliver is, he's so sad. He's like, come on, like, this is who we are. Like, why can't you accept this? Why can't anyone see what needs to be done? Living here like animals, fighting between tribes, scared to stand up for ourselves. Who's going to lead us? Jackson? He wants to bow down to that hybrid. Haley? She's not one of us. At least now we have an enemy to hate. So he technically doesn't tell her. She figures it out. She's smart. But also, like, he's right that they're both ineffectual leaders. But also, like, he was Klaus's little bitch boy immediately, too. Like, get me this carry boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm begging you to go to a leadership conference. You guys, learn some tools of the trade. <laughs> Read a book on management. Gerald's too busy, like, wanting to play the piano. And Haley <laughs> yeah. has a lot of shit going on. <laughs> He and was by trying to piano, stop I mean, like, women. hitting a couple keys. He didn't play for shit. He didn't even do that much. The window won't open. It's magic, dumbass. So Eve's like, you did it. And Oliver's like, you don't understand. And Eve's like, okay, fucking explain it to me. I know you wouldn't hurt your own people. And he's like, well, it wasn't supposed to happen like this. I just wanted to make a little bit of noise. I didn't agree to all of this. They stabbed me in the back. (laughs) I mean, you kind of deserved it, asshole. Yeah. And she's like, who? Who put you up to this? She gets really pissed and she calls him a stupid kid. And she's like, do you know what the pack's going to do when they find out? And he's like, they're not going to find out. If they did, all those people would have died in vain. I had to do whatever it took to make us strong. And he grabs the pillow and he's going to smother and he smothers her. And like, fuck this bitch. Fucked up. Fuck this guy. How dare Rip they? Eve. Another Bayou woman gone. Now Haley will never talk to another woman again. That was the one woman Haley was cool talking to. Who's she going to start talking to now? Cammie? <laughs> oh, no. 
I don't think Cammy wants Haley to start talking to her because she's going to be on the receiving end of some very mean, very oddly accented insults. And we don't want her to ever be near Davina. Stay away from our child. Yeah, stop trying to lock up my baby girl. <laughs> so then, back at the church, Cammy's like helping Kieran, uh, you know, get ready to die. And she's like, everything's where you said it is, but I can't find that key. It's the one you usually wear around your neck, right? And he's like, that key is a very important part of our family legacy. You have to find it. And she says, I will. I promise. And I'm like, did you tell her what it opens? Why would you tell Cammy? Uh, first of all. But also, <laughs> I know we all love Josh. But also, we all know that Josh plays double agent. Like, everyone here knows this. He should be your first guest. Honestly, Karen should call it. Wait, was Josh here? Oh, snake. <laughs> I, I love that Sean. kid. <laughs> yeah, was Sean here earlier? <laughs> he has like a special handshake with Josh. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, so Cammy, of course, is just like, she's really devastated. She's losing Father Kieran. You know, they're crying. He's like, I'm really sorry. I never wanted to involve you in this. And she's like, this can't be how it ends. And he says it was the only way it was ever going to end. I made peace with that a long time ago. He says, she Listen, never I don't made know- peace with it at all. Nope. No peace to be gained. He says, I don't know how bad this is going to get, and I don't want you to see it. So in a minute, I'm going to let you go, and you're going to turn around and walk out of here without looking back. Okay? You promise me you're not going to look back. And, you know, and it's like an emotional moment. Like, I'm sad for her because of the loss. And mostly I'm sad for Kieran. And she, like, leaves and she she doesn't turn back like he asked. And, you know, she goes downstairs. And so Father Kieran's going to die. This scene just made me uh, remember one of the goodbyes I had with an ex-coworker. And I was like, that goodbye was more emotional than this scene. <laughs> so... <laughs> Got her. <laughs> Damn. Fuck. Then at the bayou, uh, Oliver is hyping everyone up to do some mob justice. Yeah, he is. And he's like, they're counting on our fears and our doubts. And everyone's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Let me get my pitchfork. Like, it's not very sensitively done. Then Elijah, uh, Haley walks up. Elijah's standing on the outskirts, as fucking always. Right. And uh, Oliver's screaming about how in the morning everyone will know they're not cowards. And Haley's like, what's fucking happening? Like, what is he doing? And Elijah says he's making a move for power in the wake of tragedy. He's not alone. There was another attack after you left. And Haley's like, the fuck? And Gerald's not doing anything to stop this, so. Gerald is not doing anything to, like, watch his back as Alpha. Like, I don't understand. Like, isn't this what he was raised for? To, like, be a leader and, like, know how this shit works and, like, you know, see when someone's trying to dick him over? It's very obvious. Yeah, it's a very clear, like, bid for power. And Elijah's like, Jackson will need your help. They want vengeance, blood for blood. And unfortunately, in troubled times, people don't look for the best, just the loudest. Deep. He predicted Trump. (laughs) I I didn't want to say it. I will. He did. (laughs) Elijah knows. So then at the lychee, uh, Klaus. Lychee, lychee, lychee. Yeah. Um, Klaus uh, visits Mama Jen 
And she's surprised to see him there. And Klaus is like, the bayou explosion, the attack on my child. What do you know? And Genevieve's like, I know the wolves have no shortage of enemies, Marcel for one. And Klaus says, Marcel wouldn't stoop so low, but the witches? Yeah, where Haley immediately is like, it was Marcel. And Klaus is like, no, it wasn't fucking Marcel. You could have just talked to him about it and he would have told you it wasn't him. Yeah, he he knows better. And Genevieve's like, you don't think I did this? Like, what kind of monster do you take me for? Says uh... the woman scheming to kill a baby. <laughs> How ugly I must seem next to the pure, innocent glow of your precious Camille. So sad about her uncle, by the way. Like, so get ridiculous. She's like, just drawn down to being so jealous of Cammie. Like, come on. Like, girl, like, don't be jealous. Like, she ain't yeah. shit. <laughs> so Klaus says, Kieran's in transition. He's been released from the hex. And Genevieve's like, a hex like that? No, it's coming back. If it hasn't already. <laughs> Reveal. <laughs> He's been exed again. <laughs> he has been exed. Bastiana did ex his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a camera there. And, and there's a camera there. there. And there's a camera <laughs> there. there. <laughs> Bring it back, Jill. There's a camera there. There's a camera there. You've been exed, Kieran. This is what I need. So, X, X, X. Kieran's laying, dying, and he's having the hallucinations about Sean. He pulls the blade out. And he's going to slit his own throat. Uh, yes, which no. uh, 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 the synopsis is like the, the witch that hexed him. I'm like, that's Bastiana. Show some respect. Show some goddamn respect. She says, not yet, priest. There's more work to be done. A yeah, final there is. offering to complete your penance. That which you hold most dear. And I'm like, his best friend, Klaus? <laughs> so Genevieve's like, also that boundary spell, now that he's dead, not going to be so confining anymore. And yes. Klaus is like, God fucking damn it. Cammie's downstairs, like, crying. And Kieran walks up to her and she's like, oh, my God, have you changed your mind? And he goes, yes, it appears that I have. <laughs> and he takes out the knife and he cuts her. He, like, starts slashing at her. He <laughs> gets some blood on his knife from Cammy because of the slashing. Yes. Uh-huh. And then he oh my God. licks the knife and yes, he goes full vamp face. lick. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Good to me. Good to On repeat. (laughs) So hot, so sexy, so brave, so beautiful. Thank you, everybody involved. (laughs) That's our father. (laughs) That's our daddy. Uh, Daddy. (laughs) So, Cammie, like, jumps off the balcony and, like, trying to crawl through the pews. She's like, fuck, this guy means business. And Kieran tells her not to fight it. In death, we're whole again. And Bastiana's ordering him, bless her, father, kill her. And Sean is like, rejoice in life eternal. <laughs> and Klaus shows up and he yeah. fucking snaps Father Kieran's neck and is like, you deserve Ooh. better than this. I can't move him. I tomato, can't move tomato. Him. <laughs> He's being a good guy here. But also, Sean is so nondescript. <laughs> Sean is so milk. Like, I, I mean, like, wrong kid died. Like, it should have been Sean. He would have been chill. He wouldn't have done shit. But, like, he would have been chill. 
<laughs> he wouldn't be doing electroshock therapy on his uncle, that's for sure. That's for goddamn sure. So, because um, he has no personality whatsoever. <laughs> please know that in my notes, I refer to Father Kieran as Hexy Beast. <laughs> yeah, and I'm proud of it. He should be. He very much should be. Yeah. So, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> you like it, Joe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. So then uh, Marcel receives a call from Klaus. Oh, also Klaus stakes him. You yeah. Know, oh, oh, yeah, and then Klaus stakes him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then um, he calls Marcel, and Marcel's like, you need to know I didn't do that shit in the bayou. And Klaus is like, I never thought you did. <laughs> I'm calling to let you know the priest is dead. Your exile is suspended for the next 24 hours. You can return to the quarter to bury your friend. He calls and him the priest to not get emotional about his best friend dying. You know, you know. We know he how he is feels. compartmentalizing. Yeah. If, if like, if Stefan died, he'd be like, the Salvatore brother. That's what he would say. Yeah, yeah the tall Salvatore the Ripper. brother. <laughs> the Ripper. The Ripper. <laughs> so Marcel's like, why are you doing this? And Klaus is like looking at Cammy and is like, she woke in the dark, not knowing where she was or who was watching her. And she called out your name. If you can grant her comfort, so be it. If I bought into this, right? I could see yeah. how I could <laughs> like this. But it just sucks that I don't. I'm bummed not to. I like romance. I would like to buy into this. But it's not happening. But no. He so kissed Marcel her forehead. When he kisses probably. her forehead, I was like, uh. Ew. <laughs> That's not the reaction I should have. <laughs> Yeah, you shouldn't be disgusted. <laughs> then in the bayou, like Haley's like kisses Eve's hand and like yeah, she's Gerald's crying. just in there crying in in the shack. Yeah, it's a fucking bummer. And she like walks outside and Oliver's riling everybody up. And he's like, Look, I know where I'm going. If any of you want to follow, that's up to you. That's up to you. He's like just <laughs> really just going at it. Marcel uh, comes downstairs in his loft and finds Diego and Josh there. And he's like, Kieran's dead and looks at Josh. Did you get it? And Josh shows the key. And he's like, it was around mm -hmm. his neck, just like you said. P.S. I do not feel awesome about this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> and Marcel's like, I know, but people are going to be coming after this. And Cammy isn't ready for that yet. So, like, in a way, he's, like, doing this to protect Cammy, which is, you know, nice. And also, Cammy should have no power ever. See how she wields it? <laughs> Do not give not this well. woman power. I would not. So, Diego's like, okay, what's next? And Marcel says, storm clouds are gathering. Someone bombed those wolves, and we know it wasn't us. Witches, humans, vampires, wolves. Cities at a breaking point. We need to be ready. And they all drink some brown liquor. Josh doesn't seem to like it. He's like, ew. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Josh like only drinks Malibu. <laughs> like oh my me gosh. in college. <laughs> He's a UV blue guy. <laughs> <laughs> so then in our final scene, this is where our, our brothers come back together. Um, Klaus comes into the study and Elijah's there and he's like, first Marcel's massacre, now bombs in the bayou. So are you ready to give up this doomed treaty? And Elijah's like, Ugh, the alliance with the wolves, if it's going to succeed, I think you'll want this. And he gives Klaus Esther's grimoire. And he's like, do I have Haley to thank for your change of heart? And Elijah says, look, the rifts in the city run far deeper than I even imagined. 
these tribes, these factions, they're families, families who choose to fight. Mayhem has descended upon our home, and if I'm to choose a side, and then he gives uh, Klaus a, a brown liquor, and he cheerses him, and he says, to our victory, brother. And that's the end of the episode. Michelson boys, five And Klaus ever. does have a cute little smile. I'll give him that. <laughs> I love when he smiles because of Elijah. It makes me <laughs> weak. He's back at my side again, brother. <laughs> I have to tell you, Jill, I saw in season two, I watched an episode where Klaus was smiling because of his sister. <laughs> what? And I was like tickled pink. Did they kiss? I was like, <laughs> There's a point at which I feel like them kissing becomes as likely as it could ever become. Um, <laughs> and Latoya knows what I'm talking about. And so far, no kiss yes. yet. But it's like, I'm oh, like, is this the workaround? <laughs> is this the workaround? <laughs> uh, how are you enjoying what? that, by the way? Loving, loving. So it. good, like, right? Genuinely, so good. like him being happy to see her, like, is making me, like, want to weep. Like, I'm finally getting my my three babies together, like, now that Claire is not on the show, which is psycho. <laughs> I swear again, she's like, not part of the show anymore. I'm going to be on as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Wild of her. I think she just didn't want to live in Atlanta, which is, like, fair. Yeah, it really does seem like yeah. that. She, she didn't want to be surrounded by the Confederate statues all around her. Fair enough. Ugh. She wanted to go back to where she can become a mermaid and hop right into the water whenever she wants. <laughs> She's no ordinary girl. <laughs> She's from the deep underworld. I don't know any of the words beyond that. Um, so I think in solidarity, our crushes are all Father Kieran, and we will yes, all yes. be wearing a black armband for him well, I think all week. Lyrics, right? Sorry, <laughs> the world's my oyster. I'm the pearl. <laughs> I believe Ooh. that. Bars. Ordinary girl. <laughs> girl lyrics. <laughs> the first verse opens with, I've got a special, special power, power that I'm not, not afraid, afraid to, to use. use. <laughs> Every waking hour, I discover something new. <laughs> this but is also, a great. To, to, you should know, it start, starts off singular and mm -hmm. then becomes plural when you mm -hmm. include all of the girls. Yeah. Can we go I to like them. an open poetry night and one of you guys can go up there and just You don't think we'll start cry laughing reciting this? <laughs> Me crying from the real emotions that I'm feeling. <laughs> I, well, I think we should do it, the three of us, because we're the three mermaids. <laughs> mm, yep. <laughs> I'll give myself baby bangs so I can be Cleo! Cleo! <laughs> or no, the condensation! <laughs> It's so good. Uh, ew, but hey, is reading the lyrics, by the way? <laughs> no, I feel like we should save it for later. We we gave him a taste. <laughs> uh, I want to. I'm desperate to hear Jill's rankings. How many people are on the list this week? We have five this week. Okay, five. Okay, that's more than last time. And at number five is Mommy, because oh, I was wow. just happy Mommy. to see her. Yeah, it is one scene, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Down from last week, but, you know, she was not in this episode, basically. So, makes sense. And number four, mm -hmm. as a goodbye, is Eve. 
Rip. Eve. Eve, who by the – oh, no. I thought she was on last week's rankings. She was not. But Eve, I love you and I'll miss you forever. Not a murderer. Good for her. Good. Good on her. Number three mm-hmm. is Haley. Yeah. For absolutely owning Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone absolutely owns Diego. Leave him alone. <laughs> it was very sexy of her, though. <laughs> and at number two, we have mm-hmm. Josh. Yes. Favorite boy. Down one from last week, but still good. And number one is Father Kieran, of course. Yes. <laughs> Who else would be number one? Right? Hell yes. Oh, uh, I'm gonna miss him so much, guys. He's so he's why coming he gets back. so hot. Why he gets so hot? He was already hot, but why he gets so much hot? <laughs> like exponentially so hot. hotter. <laughs> That's the thing, is like when you're when you're in writers' rooms, like there's always the like care like there's the characters that you know the fans are finding hot, and then there are the characters that as you're in the room, you're like, but this person actually can kind of get it. And I'm sure all of the like adult women who were in the room for this show were like, <laughs> fucking father Kieran, what if he licks the knife? <laughs> and like the room was like, oh my god. Like, I'm sure that was the case. And yes. everybody was like, hell yes. So I just want to say to all of you ladies. Thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Thank you for your horny service. <laughs> and we all salute it. <laughs> as we do. As we do. Uh, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm also itching to get to the end of the season. Like, let's fucking do it. Let's pop this little sucker out. Yeah, the season ends with the, the birth, yeah? I'm assuming. The baby. Uh, okay. We. <laughs> Oui, oui. Uh, oui, oui. <laughs> oh, no. Morgan's speaking French. Whoa. Bonjour. Lychee. <laughs> you mean Lise? <laughs> <laughs> Parlez-vous lychee. <laughs> oh, we're reaching the end of my French. Uh, dangerous liaisons. <laughs> yeah, you were a Flight of the Concords fan. You know some French. <laughs> um, oh yeah, uh, Ouais la bibliothèque, like, à la discothèque, <laughs> <Ouais> la piscine. <laughs> well then, uh, you can follow me on social media at Lorgan Mudich. Uh, Jill, where can the people find you? I'm on Instagram at Jill D E F I. Or if you like reading and fan fiction, follow me at For the Puppeteer for my bookstagram. Ooh. Um, Latoya, where can the people find you and should they? No. Hell yeah. Right. Be normal. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Amp Diaries Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Empire Diaries Pod. And you can email us at the Empire Diaries Pod at gmail.com. And if you are feeling grief, if you are feeling nasty, you can email us at fatherkieran1 at gmail.com because we will be doing our Father Kieran confessional at the end of this season. And we we need your emails. So confess your sins to us and we will absolve you and tell you your penance. <laughs> uh, and, you know, until next time, do not give Cammy a medical license. Don't you dare fucking do it. If you see Cammy, just run. Yeah, if you see something, say something and also run. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wah, wah.
The trumpet. Jazz. The trumpet. Jazz. The trumpet. Jazz. The trumpet. Jazz.